Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allison Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allison, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. And listen to the Nutramedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. And welcome back to the Nutramedical Report. And we have a little minor glitch with getting John B. Wells, but we will get him. We have his uh, mobile number, so we'll catch John B. He does a, a video podcast that's extremely popular. He used to be the weekend host for Coast to Coast Radio. And he was actually uh, so popular, in fact, more popular than what I call the poodle <laughs> during the week, that uh, he was terminated about two and a half years ago from uh, the uh, network that he was on over there. And he's been doing a fantastic job on his video podcast with some of the greatest guests you can imagine. It's commercial free. It's by membership only. You can actually log on to Caravan Intermittent. He also does a live show on uh, Saturday evenings uh, as well. So uh, Tuesday to Friday is his Caravan to Midnight show. And then on the weekend he does a show uh, also live. So we'll be getting John B. Wells here in a second. Uh, so hopefully that will uh, come, come on because John is probably what I call the best delivery in terms of a measured, slow, lower voice register. Uh, a very excellent uh, interviewer of people. Uh, I try to emulate him to improve my skills because I sometimes speak too fast, get too technical, or overspeak my guests, and I try to always learn to improve that, except that the guest wanders way off the topic or says something that could be harmful to the public out there. And uh, I'm always working on trying to improve that. And uh, it's easy to slide into the we call the technical slide or to jump in uh, if you think things are kind of going astray. Uh, and I'm trying to improve that. So uh, hopefully we'll have John be in just a second here. Uh, now, the important thing you have to understand when we're looking at uh, Nutramedical, and I'm just going to go back to that for a second. I'm going to go back to the main website. That's Nutramedical, bringing nutrition and medicine together. Now, if you look at the error in the last, say, two centuries in healthcare, all the way from buckets of leeches and the use of uh, colloidal silver 200 years ago and Lugol's iodine and so on, uh, medicine is really advanced. But in some areas, it's not advanced. It's been blocked by Big Pharma, for example, in the early 20th century. Nikola Tesla uh, and others have been blocked by Raymond Rife in terms of technology, electronic technology for diagnostics. Like some of the only ones that persisted have electroencephalography and electrocardiography. Uh, the uh, the ability to actually 
look at the quantum physics of how the body works, and look at the biochemistry, look at the pathology. When I went to medical school, pathology was only for looking at dead people. And one of the jokes we would say is that pathologists always know 50 to 100 years before the regular doctors know what's really going on and what can be done to actually help people to live longer and well. Uh, nowadays, we have living pathology, which is called functional medicine. Now, a lot of people play around the edges of it, and they say they're functional medicine doctors, but really, to be a true functional medicine doctor means you have to be a PhD jack-of-all-trades. Trade. You have to understand toxicology, genetics, epigenetics, quantum physics, uh, pathology. You have to understand biochemistry and advanced uh, uh, intermediate metabolism in terms of metabolic uh, byproducts, radiotoxicology in terms of heavy metals and radiotoxins. And if you don't understand these things, you can't really figure it out because the principle should be measured twice, cut once. Now, what we offer here now at Nutramedical is you can shop our products if you go to A to Z. You can shop for things like Lumen Photon. You can shop for a diagnostic consult. And again, I remember 98% of the people that contact me, because it's a ministry, I do it free, free, F-R-E-E. You can contact me, even if you're not a customer, and email me asking for some advice, and I'll give you starter protocols or even modify them. Uh, of specific nutraceuticals and technology, we even give you medical advice on whether or not what you're doing makes sense. Just like I did the other day, yesterday, for a gentleman regarding his son who got a sports injury, I said, look, wait for the MRI arthrogram. If it shows a partial tear, repair it, but take these nutraceuticals, and I gave him a list of three. Take Collagen Max, which will triple the rate of the ortho, or the, with the uh, choline stabilized orthocelestic silicon. Proline transhydroxylase to make new collagen, elastin, hyaluronic acid, polymer for your joints so your joint surfaces aren't touching. And uh, to strengthen the tensile strength of the tissues, take pro-collagen generator, uh, Her Majesty's Royal Jelly, and take Mountain Red Velvet, 396 biomolecules and six growth factors. We're going to improve the survival of those molecules to the terminal ileum where they can be mycelized with their new technology, which I have used patents on that will be coming aboard here shortly, not only for America but worldwide. And I'm working on creating an intravenous form for uh, stem cell clinics because then your stem cells will take, which they don't make now unless you detox the person of heavy metals, repair nutritional deficiencies and stop inflammation or cytokines in the body that can interfere with stem cell regeneration. Uh, I can measure all those things. And I can send test kits to you. Uh, we can have, go to a LabCorp Quest or I can even arrange a mobile blood tech to come to your home or office so you don't even have to leave your kitchen. You can literally be in your pajamas and I can send blood test kits to you and tell you exactly what's going on. Then I can redirect you back to your own doctors and say, your cardiologist needs to do this test or that test. So if you recently got congestive heart failure, like I talked to a gentleman on the weekend, he was 46 years of age, 16 months ago, uh, came down with a flu-like illness, a week later went into immediate congestive heart failure from being a runner. He did have a previous problem with drugs between age 15 or 16 and 30, but was drug clean, had an excellent diet, was very active. So this... Flu-like illness precipitated him to go into heart failure, but nobody, and I asked him a lot of questions, did the proper test to make sure he didn't have trypanosomal carusii, Zika virus, or an immunotoxic injury or an autoimmune cardiomyopathy. So we're going to do those tests, including the right imaging studies with his doctors. We're going to do the genetic and other testing to make sure he doesn't have a metabolic problem. We're going to clear the cytokines, and we're also going to prepare cells and tissues for heart regeneration with heterochromic peptides, mild hyperbaric oxygen. And by the way, if you want mild hyperbaric, we don't do it like we used to. You contact me with all your billing information. I can arrange for the shipment and sale of the right chamber for you and also even leasing. I'll arrange everything. I do the whole thing for you. You don't have to go elsewhere. Just contact me. And the same goes for 
for low ELF infrared sauna. I can arrange all of that for you. Uh, for other technologies as well, we also have test kits uh, for, ah, we have our guests. Good. John B. Wells, wonderful to have you back. Good to be with you, Dr. Bill. How are you doing? Uh, wonderful. I just kind of treaded water for a while talking about Nutrameds. Uh, I um, am learning from you. You're what I call my uh, radio mentor. I would say you are at the peak of the skill set of people that know how to interview, have a deliberate style, uh, know how to redirect your guests without jumping in necessarily, and you have a very excellent podcast, which is really popular, Caravan to Midnight. Uh, I think it's Tuesday to Friday, if I remember correctly. Uh, you broadcast, it's not live, but you do do a live show on Tuesday nights, on uh, Saturday nights. I'd like you to give people the details of how they can get your show and then subscribe to it, because I subscribe. I think it's like uh, something like 25, a certain amount per month for, for three months. I got a, a year's subscription, and it's amazing. I mean, you don't have commercials, so you don't have interruptions. Uh, you just go and do it. I mean, it's it, to me, it's 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 shocking how deep you can get into topics when you don't have interruptions and you have some of the top guests in the world and you delve deeper than almost anybody. I mean, you follow all the way down as Alice did in Wonderland to the end of the rabbit trail. It's like ooh, sometimes a little scary. Um, tell us about what you do in your show, how they can get it on the week, during the week, and how they can. Now subscribe to your program, your podcast, your video podcast, but also, by the way, you have your guests on video, uh, also your weekend live show. How do they get in touch with you? Well, I appreciate that. I'll tell you the truth. I wish, uh, uh, I'm, I'm from your producer, I'm going to obtain a, a, a transcript of what you just said because it's better than any agent could ever come up with. I really appreciate your saying that. It's, um, well... <laughs> Folks, Dr. Bill and I have known each other for some years now, and um, and uh, he's always supported Caravan to Midnight, which can be found at caravantomidnight.com. No numbers, right. no missing letters. Midnight, please. And then on Saturday night from 9 to midnight central, which is the best reference point for the whole rest of the country, we do the terrestrial radio adjunct to it, and we call it Arc Midnight. And it's like, okay, so some people are saying Arc to Midnight. It's like, no, 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 no. Caravan to Midnight. The radio show is Arc Midnight. And that goes back to the uh, the old Coast to Coast days when I would refer to Coast to Coast as the mothership and all that. So I thought, Wait, well. How do you spell Arc Midnight? Is that A-R-K or A-R-C? A-R-K. A-R-K Midnight. So I want to make sure they were spelling. So Arc Midnight, do they go arcmidnight.com? Is that how they get it and listen to it live? Or do they subscribe? Or how do they listen to it on the radio or satellite? Well, presently, here, here's the thing. That is, it is a little strange. Are we going to break here? We're going to break for uh, a couple minutes. Uh, we'll talk on break, but we're coming back. We have lots of time. We have three more segments of ten and a half minutes to discuss your great show, the kind of guest conclusions you make, and your amazing delivery system. I strongly recommend everybody get a subscription to your Caravan to Midnight and your Arc Midnight show. Back in a minute. The Amp. Welcome back, and we have John B. Wells here, one of my favorite co-hosts ever, with the best delivery, I think, in the entire industry, and, of course, the best way of interviewing, which is video podcasting, and he has a membership. I have a membership that I listen and watch the uh, podcast 
on Caravan to Midnight, Caravan to Midnight, C-A-R-A-V-A-N to Midnight. And on the weekend, you do a live show's broadcast through a number of places, free, uh, and also streaming uh, provisions. I want you to give more details through a number of stations for called Arc Midnight, the show from 9 to 12 Central Time every Saturday night. So tell us more details of uh, how they can listen and all about the show. How This is an important thing. The media properly run with good minds that have good hearts and ask the right questions and get a good delivery to change people's worldview is the only way the human race is going to survive the future coming at us quickly. Well, Dr. Bill is like this. We started Caravan to Midnight. Uh, actually, I, I got the domain name in 2006, uh, shortly after my very first show on Coast to Coast AM, was, which was December 2005, with Dr. Gabriel Cousins and Dr. Bruce Lipton. And um, and I thought, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to do something, So, and I want this domain name, and so I, and so I got it. Well, after... Um, I didn't really do much with it. In fact, I did nothing with it until the Fukushima meltdown on 3-11-11. Right. And so all I did was just uh, I went to the mad scientist laboratory and found my old Geiger counter. It was this giant thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was made in Colorado, probably 60s, right. early 70s. I thought, right. I can't take this with me anywhere. It's, it's scary looking. So anyway, one thing led to another. We got a bunch of radar detectors in. We didn't, we couldn't get any because after Fukushima, the supply dried up temporarily. So we got them out of Russia from some uh, Western Europeans that had Eastern European contacts, and and we got these little units. And, and actually, they have served everybody well. We haven't had but I, I don't know out of a couple of thousand of them, uh, we only got like two returns, but they, they they're still working. So, uh, but then when I left coast to coast at the in January of 2014, and this was largely because of sponsor pressure. Because when I started talking about global communism and its resurgence, uh-huh. and I started talking about leftists and collectivists and Marxists, and, we were, and I was talking to people like William Binney and uh, Ray McGovern and people like that, um, although at this moment I, I can't remember having McGovern on the show, but but um, but I thought I've had him on Caravan several times and on Arc Midnight as well, the radio show. Right. So... It, this is not hard, but it can become complicated. It, the the internet delivered or cyber delivered TV show is Tuesday through Friday, four shows a week. We have eight hundred eleven programs in archive right now. All kinds of people. Oh, yeah, amazing stuff. And I mean, uh, all kinds of people. Wonderful people. Brilliant people. And then on Saturday night, we you know we did four shows a week. We went Monday through Thursday for a while, and then it was like no. And then we went Monday through Friday for a while. It's like, no, nah, because we were doing a condensed version for radio, and I thought, no, 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 no. We'll go Tuesday through Friday, and we'll do a live radio show on Saturday night, which my with which my uh, my genius wife, the, the marketing lady. Uh-huh. Uh, well, often, I'm not often, she, often she, the case that the wife has talents that we don't have that makes well, up for her deficiencies, right? Well, I don't consider myself to be an unintelligent man, but but as far as IQ score is concerned, comparing mine to hers, I look like a moron, okay? So uh, yeah. I'm not letting go of this one, okay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we do the radio program uh, because, number one, it's fun. Number two, everybody that joined Caravan to Midnight got to know me when I was in the permanent Saturday night slot at Coast to Coast AM. Right, well, you did the weekend, we I think, didn't you? Was it the weekend slot you had? 
Yeah, Saturday night, every Saturday night. Right. And well, you became super popular. In fact, you, you became so popular, I heard, and this is I'm, I can make this comment, that you were more popular than what I call George Norrie. I call him the poodle. Uh, maybe because of his hairstyle, I don't know. But uh, yeah. you, you were harder hitting, let's put it this way. In other words, you're far more believable in your delivery style and the way you bring out information from people than almost anybody, including me. Which means when you bring out this information, either on your Ark Midnight show or your Caravan to Midnight, people see your guests and so on they go, Whoa, my worldview has changed. Now that forces people to ask better questions, which is the center point of my show, is that I don't try to change your mind. You have to do that. But if I can change your worldview, you'll change your mind. Well, yeah, that's what I tell people, Doctor. I, I just tell them, listen, I don't expect anybody to just obey me blindly, but if you're going to spend time listening to the program, really listen. It's sort of like, don't just look over the story, actually read it. And then after that, if it interests you, do your own research. And and if you find that I've, that I've gotten something wrong, then by all means sing out. And if you find right. I've got something right and it interests you, then follow it up. And I'll right. tell you, the response has been huge, and and the program is having an effect. It really is changing things in corners of our immediate world that I would I could not have anticipated. I mean, from from government to uh, and right on down the line into the private sector, starting with government. Right. And by the way, many of these agencies we talk about, we always think of the top guys that may be bad or twisted, like the head of the CIA, like Clapper, etc. We have to understand most of the people in our police, our military, our firefighters, and even our agents in the CIA, NSA, etc., are good people that want a constitutional republic. It's only right. the scum at the top that are trying to twist things and do things that are wrong. And we talked about this uh, in the first hour yesterday with Matt Trutella called Magdeburg uh, Confession that was basically based on the uh, the Protestant Reformation 500 years ago this month. And the real issue is that we as citizens have the right to question our so-called overlords. They're not our overlords, they're employees. And we have to also a properly functioning uh, journalistic uh, and intellectual, not just the intellectuals in the university, but the proper journalistic operation is the basis for a non-tyrannical civilization. So if you don't want tyranny, you have to have a properly functioning intellectual community that can come together and find solutions like we talked about the last hour I did give a little dissertation on why I don't believe they should mix sports with kneeling but I do think we need to address the fact that if you're black you're many more times more likely to be shot at if you have a squirt gun or if you're carrying a packet of marijuana you're going to end up in prison so we have to address that and use non-lethal technologies and so on so we can come to a solution say why are these people upset it's like when you have a fight with your family members your wife or husband you need to say well why are they upset and you know, and then work it out rather than just kind of shooting nasty words back and forth to each other, right? Yeah. Well, the thing about it is, is I go I go far deeper into um, into this problem, right? Uh, on Caravan to Midnight that I would than I would presume to on your show. No, and, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. We uh, well, listen. It's, we it's go all good. the way down the rabbit trail. You take it as far as you want to. Go ahead. What happened to South Africa? I was on a cigarette contract in South Africa from the mid eighties, the early mid eighties, until. Uh, 2000, when the government made the made the uh, tobacco companies take their advertising for cigarettes and so forth off the air. Right. So I was over there pre while apartheid was in uh, was in full swing, and after apartheid had come to a conclusion. And I can tell you that what is planned, what we have been told, what the American people and what the rest of the world have been told about apartheid government in South Africa, is simply a total misrepresentation.
information. In fact, it's all the way to a lie. Yeah, right. I want to hear that when we come back because you've got some amazing insights on so many areas, not just in America but around the world. And as I say, when you change a worldview, it changes the world. Does the current com. And we're back with uh, John D. Wells. And uh, again, uh, John has an amazing show called Caravan to Midnight, Tuesday to Fridays. And get a subscription. It's a video podcast with no commercials. You'll be absolutely stunned by the delivery of information, the amazing guests. In fact, sometimes I think you go continuously for so many times you actually have to split the show, which I think goes for two and a half hours or more. Sometimes you actually go longer and have to actually, you know, put that podcast up with two segments. Um, and then, of course, you have Arc Midnight on Saturday evening. Uh, and if they want to, I guess if they go to Caravan at Midnight, they can actually find out how to get their Arc Midnight uh, local station or satellite, whatever it is, so they can listen to the program live from 9 to 12 Central Time. You had a story about South Africa and smoking that talks about the uh, so-called government there and what's really going on and what really happened behind the scenes and not what's publicly presented in the media. Uh, give us that story. Well, the long and the short of it is, the um, what happened to South Africa is precisely what is planned for us. Uh-oh. Now, they are currently taking down the monuments. Some people say taking down the Confederate monuments is the way that the Democrat Party covers its tracks because it has historically been the party of slavery and the party of Jim Crow laws and many, many other, um, shall we say, uh, not very friendly culturally uh, agendas. So that's right. the Democrats for you. They have, right. uh, they've got more Klansmen in there and former Klansmen than you can shake a stick at. But be that as right. it may, uh, those things served their purpose at a time, and they were done for a reason, and they are now gone. If some people want to resurrect those old dinosaurs, well, good luck with that, but I don't think very many people are paying attention to them, certainly not the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, who pays attention to them? Nobody. So, And then we know that that, uh, that bombing at that church back during the Civil Rights days, we know that that was a setup. But right. the, other, the other problem is this. You know, Dr. Bill, they did not even mention the 50-year anniversary. And then I'll get back to South Africa, and I'm going to draw you the parallels. I'll do it quickly and concisely as I can. They did not observe the 50th anniversary in 2014 of the 1964 Civil Rights Act. Not a word was said about it. However, the New York Times has has observed the 100-year anniversary of the Bolshevik Revolution. Now, Folks, you have to keep in mind that um, all these stories that you've heard for years and years about, oh, Joe McCarthy was a drunk and he was a witch hunt and this and that, that's not really true. The fact of the matter is, is that Joseph McCarthy uncovered a number of communists in Hollywood and a number of communist cells. That was a real threat back then. And the, and the thing is, he really is vindicated now because we scotched the snake, as uh, old Macbeth said, <laughs> but we have not killed it. Communism is very much alive. In fact, there's there's something up on uh, one of the websites about a, a military student and inside a military academy student and inside his hat are written the words "communism will win." Now, 
What's that got to do with South Africa? Go to your favorite search engine. I recommend that you get away from Google immediately and go to DuckDuckGo or one of the number of other ones. And type in the words F.W. de Klerk, D-E, next word, K-L-E-R-K, F.W. de Klerk, and George Soros images. And you'll see a picture of George Soros standing next to South Africa's last white president, who was a total sellout. Now, who orchestrated this? The intelligence services inside South Africa. Well, what do you mean? The people who run them are the same kind of people that run our intelligence services. Our intelligence, you're absolutely right. There are very, very good people in CIA, NSA, FBI, and others. But the leaders are something else, like that worm, right. uh, Comey, and this lunatic, Brennan, right. and, uh, and others. Right. So, now let's put all this together, folks. One of your ex-CIA directors, I want to say it was Dulles, that would be the first one, said these words. When everything the American people believe is a lie, we will have accomplished our mission. Here's another one from George Soros. Destroying America will be the culmination of my life's work. Now, what do we think? They're joking? So you have leftists, collectivists, slash Marxists, and in, in the case of our country, they're in league with the Muslim Brotherhood, which has penetrated every level of every security service. Uh, Muslim Brotherhood and Hamas work very closely. These are the foot soldiers. These are the dividers. Okay? Now, uh, you've got liberals in the uh, South African intelligence services. You've got liberals in the, they're not liberals, they're collectivists. That, that right. term does not apply, but I use it out of habit, so I'll stop now. The collectivists, known as liberals. You have those also running the security services here. Comey is one of them. Right. Uh, Brennan, certainly. He's a, he, it's well known he converted to Wahhabi Islam when he was station chief of Riyadh back in the 90s. Okay? Right. You know, Barack Obama was a total, uh, uh, shall we say, enigma, but still don't really know who he is. We know, after Hugo Fugan deconstructed it on Caravan to Midnight, we sat with him for seven hours. Doc, we sat with him for seven hours. You had to make it into a two-part show. Yeah, I so remember By the time that, you yeah. finished watching this, this is the man whose software became known as Microsoft Flight Simulator. He's a genius. Right. And uh, he also did Microsoft Towers, used by, by government, military, and, uh, and civilian alike. Now, what happened was, in Africa, first of all, when the Dutch got to South Africa in the 1600s, they hadn't even invented the wheel yet. Right. In the words of David Manning, 26,000 miles of coastline, and not one seaworthy vessel has ever sailed built by Africans from that continent. And number three, not one building was constructed by Africans that was more than a single ground level, or we call it a story, but it's actually the ground level. There were right. no two-story structures there. All right, fine, leave that where it is. Now then. Oh, boy, it, it just it gets deeper and deeper. But anyway, the long and the short of it is this. When apartheid came down, it was segregation. And many South Africans say, yes, it, it was wrong to do that. But there's a flip side to that coin. The flip side is, no, 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 no warfare, no tribal warfare, no crazy, no nothing. You're going to have your homelands. You can come here to work. We'll pay you. You go back to your homelands, and you, you take care of your people. Everything will be fine. Every, you mugs stay away from each other and stop killing each other. So they were like, okay, fine. 
So in other words, that's what apartheid was, was basically almost like what Trump's trying to do, which is you can come work in America. Some of you will actually get citizenship because higher income people, we want to bring them in, say, from Kerala, India, and elsewhere to do high-tech jobs, and you may have a pathway to citizenship, but we're not going to have a borderless country anymore. Uh, That's it. Which is basically what what happens. Right. And and so, okay, please continue. Well, so this is what happened. They came streaming in from everywhere. The, the, the color, black and white, were pretty much equal, and I'll get to the Indians here in a second, from actually from India. Right. Not Native Americans. Um, when they got the word, come on down, apartheid's gone, they came in from all over sub-Saharan Africa. So now you've got about 60 million black people and about 4 million white people that are keeping it running. Now, that's the plain truth of it. Right. You can, if you are white, you cannot go to university. And even if you could get in there, you probably don't want to be there. These people do things like, first, at the University of Cape Town, uh, first they built, they burned their own dormitories down. No, first they burned the administration buildings down. Then they burned their dormitories down. And then the government said that the whites must take in the students. Okay? Because they're so stupid that they burned their own dormitories down. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. There's a man who's dead now. But he put out a very extensive scientific scientific study, and he was very steady and measured along the lines of James Watson, the DNA scientist, discovered the double helix in 1962. Right. And his, uh, he came to the conclusion that the average intelligence level of the college student is about 14 years old. James Watson was vilified and called a racist and every damn thing under the sun because he said one thing. There is no law stating that cultures which developed long distances from each other all evolved at the same pace. Right. No, <clears throat> Africa and Europe did not evolve at the same rate. Neither did Australia and, uh, the, and what's known as Canada now. That, that didn't happen. And there's no law that says it does. Right. The other thing is that because of primarily nutrition, I bought this book recently, it cost me 125 bucks used, and the corners are slightly dog-eared. If you want a new copy, it's over 500, and it's called IQ and Global Inequality. Ah, interesting. Keep that thought, we'll be right back. We're going to talk about this when we come back. We'll talk about why there's global inequality and why a nationless world, a borderless world, is dangerous for the whole planet. Back in a moment. You've seen crazy diets to danpilla.com. Welcome back, and uh, you know, I remember a, a biblical scripture says, "There shall come a, la- a famine in the land, not a famine of bread and water, but a famine of the speaking of the word." You know, it's not just the word of the Bible; it's the word of truth and the word of good questions, raising good issues and providing good answers. So, let's continue with your story because even just a few months ago, George uh, Bush Jr., Bill Clinton. Uh, Obama all had continued a process where George Soros' organization was directly collaborating with the CIA to actually overturn uh, countries and do orange revolutions. 
They became persona non grata in Moscow well four years ago under Mr. Putin, who's, by the way, I call a, a gang leader and a warlord trying to reexert the Soviet Union. But you have to understand, we should show respect to this man, even though he is a mafia leader of the Russians. But the fact is, is that uh, only a few months ago, Trump finally became aware of this and actually stopped us collaborating with George Soros. So when you say this about South Africa, that they want to do the same thing in America, kudos. The antidote for malaise is the ugly truth, and you've got lots of it. You've got barrels of it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, I made a mistake here, and I need to straighten it up. About 40 million black people came south into South Africa during apartheid to work, and about 20 million more since apartheid seized in, what, 95? Right. 94. Yeah, so um, that 94, 94, 95, that range up. About 20 million more down there now. So you got 60 million against about 4 million. Now. You're talking about 4 million whites and uh, Dutch, former Dutch, white white South Africans. Yeah, and there is an English faction down there too, but there also the, there's the Indian faction down there as well. The right. Indians have thrived under this new Economic Empowerment Act because they're not white. But if you drive through their neighborhoods, they look just exactly like the good white neighborhoods. And actually, black people have made no progress down there whatsoever other than the fact that if you want to start a business there, you can, but you must have a black partner. And he doesn't really have to do anything except just be 50-50 owner with you. And, and that's their idea of economic empowerment. Keep in mind, this is the same mentality of a Robert Mugabe 90-something years old with his wife, Grace, who had achieved her Ph.D. in two months. And when she was asked how she did that, she said she did it by Grace because her name is Grace. Oh, Robert no. Mugabe, in 2014, banned the color white in his country. Now, he may have backed off of it since then, but I'm not sure that he has. But this is the mentality of these people. They claim that... Um, that uh, the white engineers are racist because they built the water reservoirs too big and they won't fill up because they wanted black people to uh, to die from, from uh, thirst. If they had made the reservoirs smaller, then they would have filled up and there would be plenty of water. This is how these, these people think. So, I, no. no. They think but by, the, by the way, they, they, the experiments... They don't kill black people, so the tornado is racist. Everything is racist. Well, you know, the, the organizations where they're doing testing, and I got this when I went and spoke March 16th, 97, in Zurich, Switzerland, to the Panel for Human Life International. They smuggled documents out of the Basel headquarters of the WHO. They gave me information. They were testing uh, the uh, AIDS virus uh, in, not only in, uh, in health care clinics in New York City, but in Haiti and also in South Africa and Soweto. They purposely were trying to euthanize these people. They even were testing vaccines against the trophoblasts so the pregnancies couldn't take. And they got sued in the Philippines, and 70,000 women became permanently sterilized in the Philippines from WHO vaccines, which they also tested in Soweto. So, so basically, South Africa is a globalist uh, laboratory, I guess we'd say. Please continue. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and the thing is, is because the United States did not have sufficient overwhelming numbers by way of a majority of uh, people of color, shall we say, uh -huh. uh, or as they say, as opposed to people of European descent or white people, what they have uh, tried to do is import as many people from Mexico and Central America and other places, and now also the Middle East, so that they can push the white people into a distinct minority. 
Now, when it comes to all these protests that are going on, how many years have we been hearing that black people make up 13% of the population? Okay. Well, let's yeah. say that that's true. I don't think it is, but, but let's say that it is because that's the number that we keep hearing. Well, here's the problem. If 80% of the crime is committed by 13% of the population, what does that tell us? It tells well, us that we have a real problem. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and the thing is, is that they, and, and here's the other thing, and I want your audience to digest this one. They have recently come out, the leftists, and declared uh, Sheriff uh, David, David Clark, I believe it is. Yes. The black sheriff. Black sheriff. And also Dr. Ben Carson. These are black white supremacists, which, of course, is ludicrous. Yeah, it's like, that's, that's like talking to, telling a Jew that they're anti-Semitic. It's the same kind of solutions. Yeah, I call them a, a Jewish Nazi, you know? Yeah. Now, here's, here's the, the good part. By doing this, they have actually just tipped their hand as to what deceptive liars they are. They have completely revealed that it's not about skin color at all. It's about the narrative. It's about the agenda. It's not about right. skin color. They don't care. The collectivists don't care about skin color. It's just no. a tool that they use. Because if it were not, how could they identify two guys who are distinctively black as black white supremacists? What does that even mean? It doesn't make sense. No, it does yeah. not. So what's happened now is that the um, if you've got a if you've got a kid who's twenty, twenty one, twenty two, there's no job for that person. I mean, you can wait tables, or you can work in a little cell phone store or something like that, but as far as a, a business opportunity, there aren't any. Oh, and here's something else. You'll love this, Doc. A, a big coalition of black students in, uh, at the University of Cape Town wants all contemporary science to be declared racist. All, Are you all kidding me? No, how can no you, I'm really I, you know, You know, they should change the name, though, from science to scientistic. How's that? In other words, it's politicized science where reality and measurable facts don't matter anymore. It's politicized to the point where it becomes scientific. How's that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. It's um, it's the most unbelievable thing. It, it really is. Now, let's go with this. But see, to me, uh, not not unlike my my wife, I, I look for patterns. Right. She really looks for patterns, but I look for trends. The old Wall Street expression, the trend is your friend. Right. It's true. The problem with this is that simultaneously what is happening is monuments are being removed, national anthem is being declared racist. Some guy from the Detroit Free Press stated this uh, maybe as recently as yesterday. Okay, but that's what communists do. They take your monuments... They take your anthem, they take your flag, and then they give you an identity that's based on their ideology. And that's what they're trying here. Right. Notice how, uh, oh, George Orwell. Well, Orwell says something very interesting. He who con controls the past controls the future. And he who controls the present controls the past. Right. In the book 1984, Winston is the character who's, who is assigned, uh, his task is to change the dictionary. Right. And his boss is saying, oh, Winston, the destruction of words is wonderful, and effectively, I'm paraphrasing, but only slightly. 
it's not a direct quote, but it's, before long, the words you would use to insult a person or hurt a person's feelings or offend anyone simply will not exist. Those words right. won't exist anymore. Well, you so see that in Canada, and you see it in Britain and even Germany. This week, they're actually going to declare and criminalize a lot of mm -hmm. public speech. But it gets worse, Bill. Yeah. It gets worse. It's worse than 1984 because the words have not been removed from the dictionary. Their meanings have been changed. Right. That's just downright dangerous. And so, what do they want? They want a civil war. They want a racial war. They want to do the same thing to this country that they did to South Africa. The same thing that they did to Rhodesia, which is now, uh, what, Zimbabwe. Which is a it's, geopolitical financial disaster zone. It's, it's unbelievable. And people just simply don't see it because they think it's all about, well, you're hurting the feelings of people of color. It's like color's got nothing to do with it. The, co the people of color are being used out in phase of slavery. Yeah, in other words, they're the pawns in this game. Whether it's Islam or people of color or people that kneel, uh, and there are some real issues that we talked about in the last hour. But the fact is, they use this uh, to to insert something like disrespect the flag and disrespect the anthem, and at the same time, they don't want to deal with the real issues of violence in the inner city and the, the fracturing of the black and the poor families in the inner city. They don't want to deal with these issues because the dialectic of chaos is how they gain and maintain power, isn't it? The Chaos Masters. How's that? We need to do another show soon. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralizing the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888 212 8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com.